0: Welcome to another episode of How to Exit, a business exit strategy podcast dedicated to business exit strategy. Today is our uh, is an amazing guest, uh, the queen of SBA <laughs> lending, Jennifer Mason with Customers Bank. I have to s- read the disclosure. Customer Bank is a member of DIC and is an equal housing lender. On today's show, we're going to talk about SBA lending, debt financing, how an individual is able to buy a business, requirements for... Uh, qualifying for a loan and all the different intricates of it uh, with that said I wanted to introduce Jennifer Jennifer say hello
1: hi <laughs> thank you very happy to be here
0: great thank <coughs> you for being here uh, Jennifer Mason is not only an, uh, an amazing experience SBA a uh, lending officer she's also a, a, a past in her past career life was a business broker so yes. her understanding of business transition is, 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 uh, is amazing. Uh, Thank you. With that, you. <laughs> with that said, uh, uh, Jennifer, can you define the SBA banking, what the SBA l- banking actually is, difference between the uh, 7A and 504? Just give us a little bit sure. of overview of what that looks like.
1: Sure. So, what the SBA is, is a government program that incentivizes banks to lend to small business, because small business is the engine of the economy. However, the requirements a bank typically has to lend to someone, we want some sort of collateral, a house, property. And with a business acquisition, there's frequently not enough collateral to make the loan secure. So the government um, guarantees the bank's loan. The bank, it's the bank's money, the bank makes a loan. And then in the event of default, the SBA will guarantee the bottom 75% of the loan. So on a $100,000 loan, <coughs> if it were to go into a fa- default, which we hope it never does, um, the bank's risk is the top 25,000 and the uh, SBA will guarantee 75,000. It has more nuances, yeah. but that's the basics.
0: Uh, so the way I think of it uh, when I'm presenting it to the clients and to the potential buyers is that. SBA almost acts as an insurance agent. Exactly. Uh, insuring the loan. Because a lot of the times the loans are so risky, uh, not a lot of assets in some Correct. of the businesses. Some businesses don't have any assets. Right. Uh, other than the goodwill and how do you really define the goodwill. Right. Uh, so in my understanding is the SBA steps in and says, hey, we're going to insure this business for 75% of its value. Right. Uh, as long as you underwrite the loan and you, you follow our processes. Uh, right. Right. So thank you. Uh, With that said, you know, there's two different types of SBA lenders, preferred and Mm non-preferred. So I want you to talk a little bit about preferred, non-preferred, what your bank uh, is and the differences between those.
1: So a preferred lender with the SBA is a uh, lender that has been given approval by the SBA to um, underwrite and close the loans themselves based on the criteria set forth by the SBA. A non-preferred lender has to follow the same guidelines. They simply send it to the SBA for approval. And it may add a couple of weeks in terms of commitment uh, if you have to send it. Yep.
0: So customers bank, specifically customers bank, is a non-preferred lender. Uh, no, we're a preferred. preferred.
1: We are a preferred lender. Yep. Correct.
0: Great. Um, that That's fantastic. Thank you so much uh, for clarifying. The, in, in terms of numbers of SBA approved banks They're in thousands, Correct. Right? Thousands of banks are approved by SBA. Correct. But being in this business, I can probably count on one hand <laughs> the actual banks that lend uh, to, uh, poten- to businesses n- and not in terms of a real estate, but actual business loans. Correct. Um,
1: so let me tell you yeah, about please. customers Thank bank. Um, we are a national SBA lender. That means we have a dedicated team to SBA loans. So we really understand the four inch manual that the SBA has in terms of guidelines. Um, And so we can lend in any state, and we know the process so we can get the loans closed in a timely manner.
0: How does the underwriting work? Well, Say yeah. I'm a buyer, okay. and I'm looking to buy a business. Yes. First question is, when should I be start thinking about getting pre-approved with SBA? And the second question is, uh, what is that process? Uh, when will I actually know mm-hmm. that I can count on the money, and okay. I can now I can figure out what kind of businesses I'm, I'm looking for? Because if I have you know, $100,000, hundred thousand, two hundred, three hundred thousand yes. in down payment, uh, I'm not quite sure what kind of business I should be looking at. Uh, so talk a little bit about all,
1: all right thing. so um, the minimum SBA down payment is 10% of yep. the total process and that would include 10% of the business costs any working capital and closing costs so you have to have liquid assets think of it about 15% of the purchase price of a business in general yeah um, and so at At customers bank the way that we do it is we send out documentation to the borrower and get it on the seller once you have an agreement like a letter of intent so we know what we're going to lend on at that point uh, our underwriter looks at the financials and i write a small report and it goes right before the loan committee at that time so generally within seven to ten days from the time i get the application package you have a commitment letter, not a term sheet, but a commitment letter. And I think that's very helpful because the seller feels good about it, the borrower, the broker, everyone is happy that we know that this borrower is approved to go. Now, then what do we do after that? Well, then we're doing what I would call SBA eligibility and compliance. There's a lot of documentation required by the government. Um, in order to finally close a loan. That may be things like getting a third party business valuation, which is normally required. Um, if there's real estate, we have to get a real estate appraisal. Uh, we've got to get the asset purchase agreement from the, borrower, from the buyer and the seller. Um, the lease has to be maybe renegotiated. And one of the reasons that's important is sometimes when a business transfers, the landlord may increase the rent or even decrease the rent but we need to know because all of that goes into the thinking about the um, the business acquisition um, prior to that time that we get the um, approval we of course run your credit
0: yeah mm-hmm. what is the minimum credit requirements
1: there is no particular minimum credit requirement <clears throat> however we want you to have good credit and so anyone who has a credit score in the 600s We're going to really look closely at why that occurred. Sometimes it's simply that um, maybe something happened a long time ago and it's still affecting their credit. Uh, But the thing that we're looking for is are there any judgments, foreclosures, foreclosures. Um, are you consistently late on all of your payments? That then says to us, that's not a good credit yeah. risk for us.
0: So if, if I'm a buyer looking mm-hmm. to buy a business, why would I go SBA?
1: Well, there's a couple of good reasons. On a typical conventional loan, if you went to a bank, on a business acquisition, if they would even do a loan on a business acquisition, because many lenders don't, uh, you're going to have to put a down payment of 25 or even 30 percent down so you have a large amount of cash to put down in addition the term is probably going to be a five-year loan or a seven-year loan in the SBA the term is 10 years Mm -hmm. so therefore your loan payment is smaller which then helps you as a business owner because you're not having to pay out so much in in your loan payment
0: so so as you mentioned the typical Uh, length of a loan for the SBA is 10 years Mm -hmm. Uh, there's no real estate involved it's 10 year loan what are the rates and you know the biggest question I think uh, we get is you know the variable rate question is Mm -hmm. the rates are going up so you know talk a little bit about the rates and (coughs) what your bank is doing
1: well um, we risk price so we look at the business and the borrower and if there are more things that are risky on the loan you're going to have a, a more quick adjustment period, you know, you might have a quarterly adjustment. Um, sometimes, depending again on the business, maybe the collateral, we may be able to do a longer term loan, of whether it's fixed. But again, y- you know, that always is subject to change too.
0: What, what are the ranges in, in rates right now as you see them?
1: Uh, I've been seeing rates around 8, but Again, that's is that just usually
0: for the first five years, and then first like,
1: five or first three, first one,
0: depending uh, on the business. Again,
1: it really mu- it depends on the business. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, thank you. Yeah, uh, I I believe in my experience that a lot of different banks, mm-hmm. not only customers bank, but a lot of banks have a special niche in their industries. Mm-hmm. Uh, some banks, like one industries rather Mm -hmm. than other industries talk about customers bank what are your specialties what businesses industries you don't like what do you like what talk a little bit about that regard well
1: our first criteria is can the business pay back the loan (laughs) (laughs) that's our first criteria Um, and we don't have any specific industries that we don't lend on however um, you know dental practices and vet practices professional practices hotels Um, are obviously a good business for for the bank. However, I'm a general business broker and I uh, lend on really all kinds of businesses, manufacturing, retail, restaurant, uh, franchises, uh, both startup franchises and resale. We have a good program in that.
0: Great. Uh, We've done many deals with Customers Bank and with you personally, Jennifer, and uh, a lot of what I do uh, sometimes when I work with the seller, I actually send you the paperwork so you can give us an idea of what that buyer might look like. Uh, so yeah. I highly advise if you're a buyer looking for a potential business opportunity uh, there 's a lot of competition out there and uh, there's there's a lot of options out there, and I feel a lot of banks will uh, will state that they're lender and then lending businesses uh, but uh, uh but the the, uh, I, the the fact of the matter is, is customers bank actually delivers on the promises, we work through it. Uh, so I highly recommend if you're a buyer, you're looking to uh, buy a business, uh, contact Jennifer and get pre-qualified. So you have an idea of what you can look for. A mm-hmm. lot of it in my uh, uh, experience uh, uh, is not only is it uh, how much money the business makes, but also uh, how much money do, you, do you, you as a buyer needs to live on. Uh, so. Well, if you can talk a little bit about the underwriting process of yeah. what do you actually look at when you're looking at the business mm-hmm. and when you're looking at the buyer and how does this all ties in together and yeah. what are the minimum requirements, how, how, how should we assess that?
1: Well, <coughs> um, SBA loans are primarily done on cash flow, meaning we take all of the cash flow of the business, the net income we add in, the interest, the depreciation. Uh, sometimes various adjustments that the new buyer will not have that the seller has. And then we do have to take out a salary. So then we come up with a net cash flow number. And you take that cash flow number, and you divide it by the monthly loan payment. And you're looking at 1.25. Generally, Um, you know, you can go down a little bit one year if it is up in next year. But that's the general process for underwriting alone. How many
0: years do you look, in we look, look back. at
1: You look at three years, and it must cash flow two of the last three years. So um, that hasn't been so much of a problem in the last few years since businesses tend to be growing. Yeah. But it was a challenge, as you know, earlier when we had the recession yeah. in finding businesses that were having declining cash yeah. flow.
0: I, I got to say that the SBA uh, program really uh, increased my industry as a whole and, and provided a lot of the sellers the actual retirement capabilities. Right. Back in the day, you know, the seller was the bank. Uh, <laughs> and you know, y- we all know how that goes some right. sometimes. So um, you know, having the bank do their job is, is, is great with the SBA backing. I wanted to ask you a question, maybe a little bit uncon- unconventional uh what i see a lot happening now especially in the news and the media mm-hmm. uh, everybody's trying to raise money there's tons of money raising <laughs> opportunity uh, there's a lot of money in the in the air it feels like uh, talk about what uh, how do you compare when the buyer is looking to maybe raise raise the capital from mm-hmm. equity versus finding debt and getting a loan from sba backed banks because i feel like a lot of uh, you know, the bank is still a great resources for getting funds and you don't need to give up <coughs> any of your equity f- to do it, Correct. Uh, especially with SBA loans where you can get away with 10, 20% down on a, on a really profitable business if you Correct. do your due diligence. Uh, right. Yes. So talk about this, this new wave of raising mm-hmm. m- uh, money, ridiculous valuations, and everybody looking to uh, exit with a tech a <laughs> bubble. <laughs>
1: <coughs> well people have a lot of choices when they figure out that they want to purchase a business. And funding is obviously the primary criteria. As you said, when you raise money, you have to give away equity. So if you raise money from investors, the return may be higher, you may be paying a higher interest. And then you are giving them 10%, 20%, 30% of your profits, whatever it is that you negotiate with your investors. Um, when you have debt financing, like an SBA loan, um, when the bank, when the business is profitable, you keep all of that money yourself. Yeah. Um, but some of it really depends on the choice of the person buying the business.
0: Yeah, uh, th- I, I agree with you 100%. Uh, th- there's a lot of competition out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a, a lot of private equity uh, groups that are lowering their requirements Correct. and go after the small size business. Uh, first, I wanted to mention that the SBA loans are for the businesses that sell under six million. So that roughly, f- that's roughly. true. Uh, what are what are your perfect uh, size business? What what are the ranges of loans that you usually underwrite? And what's the, what's the best possible business for you?
1: Well, um,
0: what's the lowest requirements and? You
1: there is no minimum SBA loan amount, yep. um, customers bank tends to go in with higher loan amounts of the 350 and above. Yep. We have another division within the bank that handles the smaller ones.
0: Uh, those typically goes is
1: express. Is express yeah. Yes.
0: So talk a little bit about the express versus non-express.
1: Um, The express program was designed specifically for really small businesses, and um, the SBA provides a smaller guarantee, however, uh, um, in order to facilitate that, the SBA has a proprietary credit scoring model, so the approval is you put your information in, and you get a number, and if you have that number, you're good. (laughs)
0: <laughs> what, what is the typical time frame uh, if, we, if we are under a letter of intent that we sign an agreement uh-huh. to buy a business? Uh, what is the typical time frame for a bank to get all their paperwork? In well, order?
1: everyone is different, but we really try to, from the time we get the application package to the close, to be 60 days. A lot of it really depends though on how quickly that the borrower and the seller are able to get us the information that we need. A couple of the things that um, seem to take the most time is negotiating the purchase and sale agreement. If that takes a month, then we don't have the information that we need to do a final loan approval. Another thing is the lease. Um, The lease negotiation with the landlord is really important, and we need to know what how much the borrower is going to pay in rent. Um, And then the landlord has to sign what's called the landlord's waiver. Um, And that allows the bank to go in, again, in the event of default, which hardly ever happens, we don't want to happen, but to take the assets of the business out.
0: Yeah. One thing I want to point out is that in any SBA-backed loans, uh, the lease of the property needs to be for the duration of the loan. (coughs) So a lot of the times, when the, when it's unknown, you know, you're buying a business, you're not sure if it's going to be enough space. Is too much space. Are you mm-hmm. going to move? Or are you going right. so, uh, to consolidate? So if you're out there looking to buy a business, n- keep in mind that your lease will need to have at least options Correct. to the duration of the loan. A-
1: and the options have to be the borrower's option, the buyer's option, not yeah, the seller's
0: option. not the seller's, seller's
1: option. <laughs> and sometimes there are cases where, you know, the business, uh, the buyer knows that this space is not adequate. Yep. And so we can perhaps negotiate with them to get a smaller lease find you know where he or she can show us other spaces that they could move to yeah. that's really only the case in a business that's like in an office you with a retail spot you know you yeah. location 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 we want to make sure that the business can stay there
0: and i got to say that landlords are probably the the, the is to deal with, uh, usually the seller does not like to uh, talk to the landlord prior to making sure that uh, the deal is going to go through. So, And that's why customers is,
1: is good for that purpose, because since we can give you a commitment letter so quickly, um, y- you the landlord then knows this is a good buyer, the seller knows this is a good buyer, so therefore they're more willing to negotiate earlier in the process.
0: So after I, as a buyer, receive a commitment letter from Mm -hmm. the bank, what's the probability of me actually getting the loan?
1: Oh, pretty much uh, close to 100%. I mean, because we have done done a full...
0: Nothing devastating happens with that time frame. Correct.
1: You know, we're going to keep looking at the financials if the business crashes uh, after the commitment or... um, we run a LexisNexis search prior to issuing a commitment letter so we see pretty much everything in a borrower's background that could potentially be a problem every once in a while and it's very rare a search will be done and like a back taxes come up or something but uh, once we issue a commitment letter we aim to close that loan and we do everything to close it in a timely manner
0: and I believe in the history of uh, us working together with Customers Bank, I don't, kn- I don't remember a single time when that co- uh, commitment letter didn't actually uh close, close. Right, yeah. Uh, so I, c- I, c- I definitely stand by it. Uh, I wanted to ask you a question about valuations. Mm-hmm. Uh, valuations, business valuations are done literally weeks before the closing. It's, mm-hmm. m- it's probably the last thing on the, uh, on the agenda of the closing yeah. agenda is the valuation. Uh, talk about the importance of the valuation. How does it tie in? What happens if the valuation doesn't come in at mm-hmm. the price uh, that the business has been negotiated on? Wh- what, give me a little bit of yeah. that.
1: So one of the nice things about working with a company like R- ROI and Dennis is they're very experienced in selling businesses and they have a good handle on what a business really is likely to appraise for. So I will say we have almost, no issues with with your transactions. But the SBA has approved business valuation companies. They're not affiliated with any lender. they're independent. Um, and they take a look at the financials of the business. Um, they are not looking at anything about the buyer. They're just looking at the financials of the business because the business is what it is valued at, what it is, no matter who is to purchase it. Um, they look at the industry standards. Is there a rule of thumb on that particular business based on cash flow? Is there, um, you know, what are the assets of the business? Um, they look at the present value of the cash flow. They look at uh, multiple things and then they weight them you know, if it's a business that has no assets, so it's $25,000 and business selling for a million, you know, they're going to give that zero yeah. weight.
0: Do you as a bank when you underwrite, do you look at the valuation? Do you do your internal valuation? Or are you only concerned with the cash flows of the of the business?
1: Well, generally, a business that cash flows appra- appraises properly. I mean, good. they <laughs> so um, usually valuations that come in from good buyers and good brokers who who know what they're talking about the valuation generally comes in at at value or above occasionally it does come in lower so what are your options the bank cannot lend more than on the using the appraised value of the business or the real estate and so The options are the seller can reduce the price. Maybe the borrower can put in more money. But the business valuation is the source document that we have to use to establish how much we can lend. Uh,
0: Can I ask you uh, one important uh, aspect of the SBA-backed loans versus Mm -hmm. the traditional? Yes.
1: Uh,
0: SBA loans have higher fees for closing. Yes. um, can we talk about the fees? What are the fees for? How much are the typical fees on, the, mm-hmm. on the any given loan? Uh, just so people get an idea of yeah. you know, there are gonna be more fees with the sba back loan than none, right. uh, just because that loan is paying portion of uh, yes. that fund. So.
1: so your business valuation generally runs 2,500 to 3,000. Real estate uh, appraisals run from 2,500 to 5,000. In general, sometimes it's a very complex property and it could get more. We do go out and get multiple bids on the real estate appraisal. So we, uh, you know, can tell the borrower up front, these are your choices. Um, The SBA fee is is high. It's um, you take 75% of the loan. And the guarantee fee runs. It's it's a multiple but call it three to three and a half percent. That you're paying. Now, that guarantee fee is paid directly to the SBA. The bank does not keep any of that fee. Um, and it goes to run the program so that uh, the next person can yeah. can use the SBA program. Um, legal fees vary quite a bit, uh, five thousand up, and a lot of that has to do with, the um, complexity of, of the case. Uh, the other thing that can add costs is uh, recording fees on real estate. Um, depending on your state, some states are very, very expensive for the, for that, and some are not. Nobody's getting a spread on that. We just are paying whatever that city, town, state, municipality charges.
0: Yeah. Uh, great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Customers Bank is, is is a newer bank in New England. Correct.
1: Uh, well, it's a newer bank. It's, it's about seven years old. General, yes. <laughs> uh, we're a $10 billion bank, uh, roughly. Uh, we're headquartered in Pennsylvania. Um, and we uh, have a really great, dedicated SBA team. And the whole leadership team, the underwriters, the closers, the processors, and the Uh, Relationship managers like myself all work for the SBA. We don't deal with anything else. And that's not true of every lender. Um, And I think that's one of the things that um, people why they keep coming back to us is because we know it. We find out the problems early and not generally two months down the road. (laughs) which sometimes yeah. can happen, because we know the pro- process you so know, well.
0: Yeah, you know exactly how it... It, it should work. It should work. Mm-hmm. Uh, w- w- the, the, I, w- I can talk to you for hours, <laughs> uh, but I, I wanted to get a couple more yeah. uh, you know, g- quick questions. Uh, one is what I, what I feel, the, every buyer that comes in, they when they're looking at the business, mm-hmm. the first thing they say, I'm gonna go to the bank that I bank with, which mm-hmm. is usually the top banks in the country. Mm-hmm. I find those banks are not the best to go for an SBA back loan. I, I feel all the time that I try to persuade it to the buyers, like you have to get another opinion, great go to your bank, it's excellent, mm-hmm. but you need to s- go to a bank that specializes in actual SBA lending to a business. Uh, and I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> uh, so talk about your comparison of why is the customer's bank uh, <coughs> is the go-to bank for the SBA lending, I mean, and why the traditional banks, uh, whereas more retail presence are not as 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 good at what you guys do.
1: Well, every bank focuses on different things, and you know, customers bank focuses on other things too. We have a large commercial team. We have branches. Um, we have a lot of deposit operations, but we have a specific team dedicated to SBA lending. Um, some lenders, some banks have. You know the people in their branch will do all kinds of loans, and they might not be as specialized. Um, but I, you know, I can mostly just talk about what what yep. we do. But it is important that you have someone who really does SBA lending every day. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I, in closing, I, I'll, I'll say that there's, it's the, probably the best time right now to sell a business. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great time for the sellers. It's the seller's market, in my opinion, in, in Massachusetts and New England in general, in mm-hmm. countrywide as well. There, at that said, it's just m- trillions of dollars out there sitting, waiting to be invested in business. And a lot of the small guys, uh, mm-hmm. an executive uh, uh, who's looking to maybe late 40s or early mm-hmm. 50s, looking to possibly get out of the, the rat race and buy mm-hmm. a business for themselves. I feel like this is an amazing opportunity to actually do it uh, and actually be able to qualify it for, well, for a loan.
1: One thing I would like to talk about that we haven't is the uh, qualification for the person buying the business. Um, we, we really want to make sure that the person buying the business has qualifications to run it so for instance if i as a banker wanted to go and buy a restaurant customers bank would not not approve that because i don't have any restaurant experience so um, we and especially in technical businesses like an hvac company or a plumbing contractor uh any of the trades you really have to have some experience within those organizations we find to be an effective manager of the business going forward.
0: Yeah. I, I think you know there's there's definitely different categories of uh, experience, and part of working with uh, a business broker is the business broker will tell you if you qualify, if you don't qualify right. with the experience you have, so, and you know of course you should look at many different options, but yeah. you know you need to tie your experience to to the business you're looking for. But a lot of the times, you know, you're looking to buy a company. uh, even if it's an HVAC company, for example, you might not need an actual HVAC experience, but you should need uh, management experience and you have to have the right uh, categories and experience that replacement of the uh, seller. The seller, yeah.
1: Um, One option if someone is really interested in switching uh, industries would be to purchase a franchise Um, because the bank has found that the training that the franchise gives to mm-hmm. the new purchaser, you usually required to go to their school yep. um, and really learn and they tend to have people area managers who help the business over the first few months to make sure they're, they're, they're going profitably. Yep.
0: Well, one last thing I want to talk about, because uh, we, we have several of these going on at the same time. Uh, in insight, Transitions, key employees buying uh, mm-hmm. buying out the shares of, uh, of the company and becoming the business owners. Right. I know you specially specialize in, in that arena. Uh, you know, I- requirements might be a little bit less uh, strict, I- uh, in my opinion. From uh, employee who's been running the company, buying the company, you know, there's going to be less movements, there's going to be less issues, less right. complications. Yes. Talk about how you guys work in that in that environment and what types of r- requirements are. Well,
1: we're we're still looking at the same things with an employee. But the experience level, you know, that box gets checked right away. We know that that person can run the business because they have been and frequently in those situations, the seller may be even absentee or only comes in once a week or once a month. So the buyer still the guy still has to have good experience has to have good credit. Um, But the first check is, is his experience and we've got that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, that, That's fantastic. Jennifer, I, did I miss anything that um, we should talk about?
1: We talk when we can
0: we can talk for hours. <laughs> I, I mean, there's just so much there in, is so much. The one thing so we should probably
1: talk about is the purchase of a business and the purchase of real estate. Yep. So um, uh, the, the real estate, if you were buying a building, say that you want to occupy for your own business, The 10 year term is not accurate. It's 25 year term. Um, And there's two programs, the 504 program and a 7a. Um, The 7a can be used for both real for everything, real estate and uh, business assets. Uh, But the 504 program can only be used for um, hard assets, real estate and equipment primarily. Now, if the real estate costs more than the business, then the whole transaction can be underwritten using a full 25-year amortization. If the business costs more than the real estate, you do a blended term. So instead of having a, uh, you may have an 18-, 19-, 20-year term on the loan, which can be a real advantage for the cash flow because it's always better for a borrower to have lower cash flow.
0: Yep. Uh, I, I find that banks like real estate it's, so, it's something that i can collateralize with correct and, uh, and, and definitely helps to blend the rates i think the blended the blended term is 15 years 13
1: years it's an actual weighted average it's a weighted average yeah. so yeah but it's 15 16 18 depending on on the makeup of the the two prices yeah
0: Uh, And and it could change cash flows as well, both positively or negatively. If you're leasing the property versus buying the property, you know, your your expense on it will stay the same, but your payment towards the principal and interest versus the lease rate, it could could definitely increase or decrease. um, Right. Depending on what what the cash flows Yeah.
1: I mean, a lot of business owners do, after the first few years of owning the business, decide, I don't, want to pay a landlord anymore, I'm paying a lot of money. And I would like to purchase a business, uh, a piece of real estate so that my business can go into that. And that's also another great um, option for that the SBA is for.
0: Well, Jennifer, I appreciate you coming down all the way to Rockland, Massachusetts. My pleasure. I I enjoyed I enjoyed this conversation. I, I talked to you many times during the week and we you helped out a lot of our uh, buyers and you've made our business uh, actually uh, much more productive because now we're able to provide buyers an ability to actually borrow funds for, for loans and that created a lot more demand for our listings and our clients who are most of the time are the sellers uh, Wonderful. So thank you thank you so much really appreciate you coming uh, down.
1: I want to give my uh, contact information
0: uh, your, your contact information will be in the description okay and anybody that in looking <laughs> to uh, thinking, even, even just thinking about getting uh, into an uh, entrepreneurship rat race and <laughs> getting into a business, uh, I suggest contacting Jennifer. I'll, I'll include the, uh, the contact information in the description. Perfect. Um, and uh, get pre-qualifications. Talk to, talk to her about your situation. You right. Know, if you have issues on your credit r- history, if as long as you're able to explain the, the situations, right. and, uh, you, you are able to move forward from it. Um, you know, you, you're able to buy a business. Think about it. You are able to buy a business with ten to twenty percent down. The yeah. business could be generating hundred thousand a year. I mean, the, it's the, the, amazing. It's amazing what you can do right now. And, and re- so
1: many people don't. They think I could never buy a business because I don't have three hundred thousand dollars to buy a three hundred thousand dollar business. Yeah. But they don't need three hundred thousand.
0: That's that's exactly that's exactly right, uh, and uh, I, from experience as well. Uh, we worked on different franchi- with f- different franchisors, and I know Jennifer's Bank is. Uh, uh, s- uh, pr- are you a provider? Uh, how do you classify yourself with some of some of the franchisors? You have a pr- We're on, you on their preferred, preferred list. list yes. Uh, so, y- how many franchisors do you have on the preferred list? You have uh, you've been working with a lot of different uh, franchise yeah. companies.
1: Uh We have a, a quite a number. Um, because we also have, you know, lenders all over the country yeah. and some of them may be more prominent with a franchise that's say located in California, yeah. but uh, they're going to m- bring one here.
0: That's actually a good point. So what is your a- area of coverage? Uh, if uh, we have a, uh, somebody who's listening in California? You Absolutely. Go to California, we
1: we I can uh, help them out in any state and in fact do uh, lend quite a bit in other states okay. um, and the process is the same. Um, and, you know, our whole team is very accessible, so uh, we even have some loan processors in California who work California hours, so yep. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> so that works well.
0: Great, Jennifer, well thank you again thank for Thank you so much, Dennis, I, I, I
1: would recommend ROI, business brokers, uh, the, the whole organization is just top notch. Thank you.